0: Hello and welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. We invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. Here's today's message. Thank you so much, Lord, for uh, being faithful to us this uh, many years and throughout all the seasons, Lord God, of our lives We just praise you for your faithfulness, and we thank you, Lord God, for you are a good God, and your love endures forever. In Jesus' name, amen. So now moving on, um, we are going to study Psalm 121 together. I'm excited to share Psalm 121 with you because it's actually one of my favorite Bible verses. So let us read uh, the first few lines. Uh, Verse 1 says, I lift up my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth." Um, I could just imagine the writer of this chapter, he's traveling. So while traveling, he is worried about the dangers he could encounter while traveling. He looks at the hills and maybe is asking, what's beyond the hills? Will there be bandits? Will there be robbers? Is this route safe? Will there be bad people? You know, the hills represent the unknown. Um, During this time of pandemic, there are so many uncertainties and so many things that are unknown. It may be the fear of the future. We don't know what will happen after the pandemic. We don't know when we could avail of that 100% safe, proven and effective vaccines. If you're working, you might be asking yourselves, what will happen to our career? What will happen to our work? Will there be enough provisions for the family? And if you're running a business or a company or an organization, We don't know the future of our companies, organization, or our our businesses. If you're a student, you know, you might be asking yourself, how long will the online classes last? Will I ever experience campus life again? Or am I learning as much as when I'm in a face-to-face setup with teachers and classmates? And if you're a parent like me, you might be thinking, what will happen to the future of my kids? You know what? Um, what's encouraging in this chapter is that the writer looks at the hills and is wary about the dangers he might encounter beyond the hills. But he did not stop there. He looked up and said, My help will come from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. You know, God as our help and the Lord as our help comes from the Hebrew phrase, Jehovah Ezer, Okay, and and this same phrase was used in Hebrews 13, verse 6. Hebrews 13, verse 6 says, The Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. If you could see here, the verb is, was added to the translation, which means that God is a God who acts. He is not just a God who says, I'm sorry this thing happened to you, or I feel bad for you. He's not just a God who sympathizes or empathizes with us, but He is a God who acts upon our needs. He's a God who acts to protect us, to keep us protected. He's a God who keeps us safe. He is a God who keeps us at peace. He is a God who will deliver us and who will help us. You know, um, the beautiful thing about our walk with the Lord is that the longer we walk with Him, the lo- um, there, w- there, there will be new things we will discover about God. Okay, and uh, just like, you know, w- with a friend, the longer you know a friend, the longer you will discover new things, maybe good or bad things about a friend. I-, I remember when I was 15 years old, when I became a Christian, and the Lord was introduced to me as my Savior. He saved me from my sins and from the consequences of my sins. I also was introduced uh, during the time, the Lord also was introduced to me as my Lord and as my King, which means that I had to step down as the Queen and the Lord of my life. And then later on, um, God was maybe around fourth year high school, the Lord was introduced to me as my help. I encountered God as my help. Uh, one unforgettable experience I had was I entered into this um, interschool competition. And days before that competition, I was just so nervous. I didn't know how to calm my nerves. And so I prayed and I remember kneeling down and I told God, Lord, help me. I I ask you that you would make me confident. You would make me courageous. I didn't want to um, embarrass myself on stage. Please help me. And so I slept, but you know what? The day after when I woke up, true enough, all the nerves were gone. And um, the only feeling I had at the time was I had this so much joy and thrill and excitement to be part of that competition. Truly, God became my help. And that's my prayer for everyone. That this truth, this great truth, that God is our help, you know, would be so real to us that we will hold fast to this truth and it will become a lifestyle. Calling to God for help would become a lifestyle for everyone. Now, God as our help is no ordinary help. You know, God's kind of help, it's way different from any help we can get from this earth or from anyone. Um, Let me read to you the following verses in Psalm 121. It says there, He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. So why is God's help different from any other help we could get from anyone or from anything here on earth? First, if you could just uh, review those verses, first... God, as our help, is not limited by impossibilities. Every impossibility can be a possibility in God. All impossibilities can be possibilities in God. God does miracles, signs, and wonders. He is the creator of the universe. He is our source. We get divine and supernatural and extraordinary help from Him. He is omnipotent, which means He is all-powerful. He's omniscient. It means he knows everything about you and about me, in and out, your uh, feelings, struggles, dreams, and joys, your past, your future, your current situation. He knows all about you. He has an infinite knowledge about any subject here on earth. He's also omnipresent, which means that um, when we call upon him, he will, he, he will not say, oh, I'll be late for 10 minutes or I'll be there after a few hours because it's traffic. No, because He is omnipresent. He is not bound by space. It's just one prayer and one call away. Second, God's help is unique and, and it's different because God as our help is not limited by physical restraints okay, or by physical constrictions. God neither sleeps nor slumbers. You can never find God falling into sleepiness, or you can never find him uh, plunging into tiredness or weakness that you see him dozing off. No, because God is a God is a strong God, we can rely on his strength. And he and therefore we can rely on his presence to watch over us, to care for us, and to attend to us 24/7. He can be our all day, all night, all year, nonstop shade, shadow and protector and keeper. Next, thirdly, God as our help is not limited by external circumstance. What do I mean by this? 17 years ago, my daughter, um, around I think 2004, my daughter who was just two days old died. As to why God did not heal my daughter, I don't know. God really never promised us a storm-free life. It's not a cushioned life. In fact, he said in John that, uh, in this world, you will have many troubles, but take heart, I have overcome the world. And you know, my external circumstance at that time did not change as we wanted it to. But one thing I experienced internally was that God kept my soul intact. God kept my soul whole. God helped my soul to be healthy. He gave me the grace to stand in hope, to stand in faith. When he said in, in Psalm 121, uh, the verse, the, the line that I read a while ago, that he will not let your foot be moved, that meant that he will enable you to stand. Stand in faith, stand in confidence, stand in, in his grace, and he will strengthen us. And during the time, um, I had to fight fear. I had to fight the fear of losing someone or losing a loved one. But God was the keeper of my soul. He preserved my soul from anger. He helped me fight fear. He helped me to overcome fear. He helped, uh, he preserved my soul from doubts and negativity. And what's encouraging about Psalm 121 is that the phrase, the Lord will keep us or the Lord will keep you were mentioned six times. Surely God is emphasizing something here. He said, he will keep you. He will preserve you, that amidst problems and struggles and fears and anxieties, the Lord will keep us from being crushed. He will keep us in his love. The Lord will not forsake us. So 2004, my daughter died, but two years after, God gave me a wonderful son, and he is now 14 years old. So he is the keeper of our soul, and he will preserve our soul. What's inspiring in the Bible is that the Bible is full of stories of men and women who asked God for help, and God came through and responded to their request. Apostle Peter, when he was about to drown, cried for help. He said, Lord, help me. Lord, save me. And what did God do? Jesus took his hand and saved him. The Canaanite woman begged God to help her with her daughter's healing, and God healed Her daughter instantly because of her faith. A mother ran for help for her daughter's deliverance from demon possession. And what did God do? God delivered her and healed her and set her free. Hannah, the mother of Prophet Samuel. There was a time she was barren and she had to ask God every day to give her a child. She was asking God for help. And so God responded to that cry for help. King Asa cried to the Lord for his God when the Ethiopian army was about to invade them. King Asa was so intimidated, he was terrorized by fear. But King Asa said, O Lord, there is none like you to help between the mighty and the weak. Help us, O Lord our God, for we rely on you. Now, three powerful words we can utter. Three powerful words we can use always. Lord, help me. I know there is a famous saying that we always use, and that saying goes like this, God helps those who help themselves. Or in Tagalog, we say that that God is doing, But you know what I realize? Our initial response to problems that come our way speaks volume, really, of who we trust and what we depend on. I hope our initial response is to trust God, Because more often than not, when problems arise, what we do is we figure things out first, or we ask help from other people. And these things are not wrong. It's okay to ask for help and it's okay to plan and to analyze things. But our initial response tells so much about who we trust. And I hope that our initial response all the time would be, Lord, help me. So calling for uh, asking God for help does not connote weakness. It is not even an excuse for laziness because when we ask for help, He gives us more grace to be faithful, to be diligent, and to be fruitful. Asking God for help is not a sign of weakness, but it is an expression of our trust in a God who helps. Why don't we worship God again before we end? Oh, come let us adore. As we end, I would just like to encourage you with this verse. From Psalm 60, verse 12, it says here, With God's help, we will do mighty things, for He will trample down our foes. With God's help, we will surely gain the victory. With God's help, you will do mighty things. So may this be a reminder for the coming new year, 2021. God bless Thanks for joining us today. We hope this helps you build a habit of hearing from God daily. For more messages like these, follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch these messages live every morning, visit us on facebook.com victoryph.